Arlington police say protests Monday remain generally peaceful, but say there were, quote, several agitators. Send me another unit, please. Send me another unit. A movement, I'm telling you, they're not going to stop. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. All right, welcome back to Into the Fray. I have show news. IntoTheFrayShop.com is live. A friend of mine convinced me to put it together, and after several long days of building and designing and fixing and fixing again, it's up. IntoTheFrayShop.com If you'd like a shirt that says, it's beginning to look a lot like Let's Go Brandon, or a show logo, or any of the other designs up there, go check it out and support the show. If you see a design you like, but it's on something that's not for you, click on it, scroll down a little bit, and you will see all of the products with that design on it. Now, the title to this episode isn't a joke. There's actually a prayer candle for St. Fauci. What's worse is he has it on his desk in his home office, along with the top's playing card of his first pitch that was off by about 45 degrees, and the pièce de résistance, a huge painting of himself hanging on the wall over said desk. This is St. Fauci, the apostle of health in the religion of woke, the Pope of COVID, infallible, Isaiah 2.8 Their land is also full of idols. They worship the work of their own hands, that which their own fingers have made. Jeremiah 17.5 Thus saith the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man, and maketh flesh his arm, and whose heart departeth from the Lord. What's the point? People are fallible. People are self-interested. People are corruptible. Here's Dr. Fauci claiming that an attack on him is an attack on science. Hat tip, Eric July. So if you are trying to, you know, get at me as a public health official and a scientist, you're really attacking not only Dr. Anthony Fauci, you're attacking science. Here's how the science plays a role in these decrees. Here's Fauci on CBS Face the Nation. We can gather for Christmas or it's just too soon to tell. You know, Margaret, we, it's just too soon to tell. We've just okay. got to concentrating on continuing to get those numbers down and not try yeah. to jump ahead by weeks or months and say what we're going to do at a particular time. Guess what? There was intense public outrage. The very next day, he walked it back entirely. From Yahoo News, Dr. Anthony Fauci said the comments he made on whether it would be safe to gather for Christmas have been misrepresented. Does it sound misrepresented to you? This comes after Fauci said Sunday it would be too soon to tell if people can gather for Christmas amid the coronavirus pandemic. I will be spending Christmas with my family. I encourage people, particularly the vaccinated people who are protected, to have a good, normal Christmas with your family, he said Monday. Science, people. It's science. I was under the impression that science was the empirical study of the natural world. Apparently, science is afraid of popular opinion. Our government is lying to us. We know it. They know we know it. The only thing that keeps this facade intact is that we awkwardly pretend everything is okay to avoid the uncomfortable confrontation we know we'll face if we pop the ruse. 
What was it Seinfeld said? You should just do it like a band-aid. One motion. Right off! We can deal with a moment of pain, and then enjoy the freedom of not pretending like we're buying into their abuse. Or we can leave the band-aid on until our skin gets irritated and infected. Pretending our government isn't utterly full of crap only enables them. The real problem with a megalomaniac like Fauci being in the position he's in, and I mean in popular culture as well as in government, is it gives him a platform from which to threaten us and dictate to us. Like all the best despots before him, he couches his tyranny in an appeal for the good of society. Like all the best despots before him, he's full of crap. But you are a member of society. And as a member of society, reaping all the benefits of being a member of society, you have a responsibility to society. And I think each of us, particularly in the context of a pandemic that's killing millions of people, you have got to look at it and say there comes a time when you do have to give up what you consider your individual right of making your own decision for the greater good of society. On the surface, on the bare surface, some of that might make a little sense. We pretty much all want what's best for everyone. We want people to be happy and healthy. And they use that against us. Their ask sounds plausible until you apply some critical thinking to it. When you ask yourself, who decides what constitutes the greater good of society? What makes them qualified to decide What's good for society? What's the motivation driving those claiming this authority to decide what is good for society? Human beings, by our nature, are flawed and limited. Frederick Bastier, in his treatise The Law, posed a compelling question. If the natural tendencies of mankind are so bad that it is not safe to permit people to be free, how is it that the tendencies of these organizers are always good? Do not the legislators and their appointed agents also belong to the human race? Or do they believe that they themselves are made of finer clay than the rest of mankind? What makes Fauci or Becerra or Biden qualified to dictate our personal choices? Do they know more than we do? Well, who knows more about you? Fauci or you? His Royal Highness, the Duke of Hairgel, has decreed that in California... The moment the FDA approves the vaccine for children, it will be required for all children attending public or private school. Remember, the FDA gave full approval for adults while safety studies normally required a standard process are still ongoing. Will be for a few years. This is Biden. See if you can beat me to it. Hat tip, the post-millennial. Now, I know parents... uh out there anxiously waiting for a vaccine for children ages 5 to 11. The good news is the FDA and outside experts from the CDC are set to make its determination as to whether the vaccine will be authorized for that age range in the next few weeks. If authorized, we are ready. We have purchased enough vaccines for all children between the ages of 5 and 11 in the United States. They've already made the purchase. That's millions of doses. Sounds like they've already made the determination. This is the game they're playing. From a young age, our society trains us to put up with lies, stupidity, even ridiculous madness, in order to preserve peace and social decorum. Reagan said it best. If we continue to accommodate, continue to back and retreat, eventually we have to face the final demand, the ultimatum. 
And what then? Someday, when the time comes to deliver the final ultimatum, our surrender will be voluntary because by that time, we will have been weakened from within spiritually, morally, and economically. You and I know and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. It's time to get uncomfortable. It's time to muster a few moments of courage to find freedom in saying no to those who want to be our masters. We can print as much money as we want and we'll control it through taxes and inflation. No. We decree you will take this experimental gene therapy and you have no choice in the matter. No. We're going to teach your children to hate this country, hate their own skin, to hate you, to chant to Aztec gods of human sacrifice to make them social justice warriors, and to explore their sexuality in elementary school. No. How about no, Scott? At some point, we all have to wake up and realize that we're not on a slippery slope. We've slipped. We're not approaching the dangers of communist tyranny. We're waist-deep in them. We're not headed toward the same mistakes that enslaved the Germans, the Russians, and the Chinese. We're making them. We don't live in the United States of America anymore. When you can't provide for your family because you refused their medical experiment. When unelected bureaucracies dictate law by fiat and decree, entirely bypassing the mechanisms that made the government beholden to the people. When you need a passport to travel within the country. I can't say exactly what this is, but it's not America. Wake up if you haven't already. The experiment has failed. The constitutional protections we took for granted are no longer in effect, precisely because we took them for granted. I'm not saying we can't ultimately save the American experiment. In fact, that's exactly what I'm hoping for. That's why I'm behind this microphone. But today, right now, it is failed. If Madison or Jefferson or Adams or Governor Morris showed up today to see what became of their efforts, they'd ask how long the experiment lasted and how long it's been like this. The executive branch rules by decree with no one to stop them, and those decrees are enforced by societal mechanisms making legal challenges immaterial. At the state level, we have to stop. Stop obeying illegal decrees. Stop bending to the madness of societal pressures. Stop smiling and nodding for the sake of avoiding confrontation and maintaining social decorum. Social decorum is enslaving your children, and confrontation is upon us. Regardless, to avoid confrontation now no longer means retreat. It means surrender. We are, right now, as we speak, creating a world where our children are taught to hate. To hate each other, to hate themselves, to hate us. We're creating a world where murdering babies is celebrated. There are people working very hard to make universal participation in this holocaust of babies a legal mandate. We've created a world where individual liberty and self-determination are considered a sin and harmful to the collective. We're creating an anti-America. Contrast that with the principles this nation was once founded on. The entire purpose, the entire reason this nation had for being, was to provide a place where people could live their own lives. Self-determination was the point. Necessary to that self-determination was respect for life, respect for liberty, the right to be responsible for ourselves, respect for the right to the pursuit of happiness, the right to build your life on your terms. These things were endowments, gifts from our Creator. The fundamental principles on which the United States was founded are the same fundamental principles on which the purpose of life was founded. 
God wants us to live responsible, self-determined lives, building ourselves into the fulfillment of our potential as His children. We can only do that by living His commandments. And we can only fully realize our potential when we have the space to be responsible for ourselves, when we have the freedom of self-determination. The advent of self-government was the realization of God's plan for us. We can be good in any circumstance. There have been good people under the worst tyrants and in the worst conditions. But we can only realize our full potential where we are free. How do we serve God and develop ourselves into our full potential when we are forced to serve people who actively fight against the commandments of God? If you don't think you are serving the Washington elite, take a look at what they do with the tax dollars they extract from you. They talk big about roads and bridges, but take a look at what they're doing and who they're giving your money to. We have a responsibility to defend the gifts we were given by God, by the Founding Fathers, and by every man and woman who has died defending our liberty. We have a responsibility to ensure that we are able to pass those gifts intact onto our children and that they are taught how to protect and preserve them to pass them on to their children. The alternative is hell on earth. Communism, authoritarianism, tyranny, whatever you want to call it, that's the alternative. And it ushers in an era of darkness and suffering. Raise a hand. Who wants to go back and live in Soviet Russia? Who wants to live in China or North Korea right now? Who wants their children to grow up in any of those places? No? Then as states, we have to stop playing along. We have to stop playing into their hands. We have to live on our terms, regardless what Biden, Fauci, Pelosi, or any of these other would-be dictators say or do. We can't wait to live our lives until after they're somehow defeated and the coast is clear. We have to live our lives, on our terms, now. The longer we wait, the longer we hesitate, the more difficult conditions will be when we finally try. And as we do, we have to fortify our states. We have to make our states into a haven where we're protected from the storm raging outside. There's no hiding from this. But with a little intelligence, a lot of backbone, and firm reliance on God, we can create a place where we don't have to sink with everyone else. Till next time, be informed, stay safe, don't do anything stupid. 